Hey there, and welcome to a couple of Okies doing life. I'm sitting here with my favorite, favorite, favorite person, Laurel Palladino. Hello. Hello, everybody. And uh, we are just uh, so excited to be here in uh, Jinx, Oklahoma. Woo! It's uh, crazy. It's it's November, and it's 80 degrees outside. It's fabulous. It's uh, you know those uh, uh, those that say that climate change is real. I mean, we're we're living it right now. So. Um, this isn't climate change, this is cyclical. Yeah, it is very cyclical. I think the farmer's almanac would probably guess this out. But uh, but yes, it is It is summer again. We had uh, we had lows in the 20s last week, and then we popped right back up into the 70s and 80s this week. So we're just kind of in that uh, that fall cycle. Tomorrow, I think it gets Tomorrow we're back in the again. 40s, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so not not too shabby, not too shabby. It's... Uh, it's kind of weird to get ready. For, it's kind of weird to be in football season and have really hot days and really cool days. Um, so, but uh, speaking of football, oh yeah, um, gotta gotta celebrate a little bit. You know, Laurel and I are OSU alumni, Oklahoma State University alumni, and uh, we uh, this past weekend um, we had we had Bedlam, which we call it here in the state of Oklahoma, where Oklahoma and Oklahoma State play each other in football. Um, and uh, after 118 years, it comes to an end because OU's moving on to uh, to the SEC conference after all this time. And bye bye. Bye bye. And uh, OSU was able to pull it out 27-24, um, and uh, it was a packed house, probably the loudest I've ever heard that stadium. And it was a good game, like really good. It was a really good ball game. Field goes, field post, field goal posts came, came down. down. Um, and we're thrown into Theta Pond. Um, if you guys don't know, the the entrance of uh, OSU has a has Old Central, which is the very first building uh, that was built on campus. And uh, right in front of that is Theta Pond. And uh, Theta Pond, back in our day, um, there was a rumor that uh, you know there's piranha in it, so that uh, piranha were all over that uh, pond. But uh, if you go on YouTube or if you go on TikTok, there's tons of videos of the students carrying that goalpost from the stadium to Theta Pond, which is quite a hike, um, and uh, throwing it in there and then afterwards jumping into the uh, pond. And it's not a clean pond. It has got goose and duck yeah, there's, duty. There's probably six feet of, uh, of uh, goose uh, yeah. stuff uh, yeah, down at the duty. bottom. It's yeah, a duty. Yeah, duty. Duty. Um, but uh, it was fun. It was a great experience, a great game, a great way to end a 118-year tradition of football. It was the second oldest rivalry in the country, and now it's gone. Um, so, but uh, anyway, that's it. Um, we got to uh, celebrate that, enjoy it. Um, haven't really done a lot of trash talking, but uh, it's uh, it's fun just to kind of have that as the last one be uh, Oklahoma yeah. State win. But uh, it's uh, that was a good time. Um, we have. Um, we have obviously Hunter Joe turns one yeah, in November. It just dawned on me that you put Bedlam above Hunter Joe. Yeah, I didn't do it on purpose. I was talking about football weather. I understand. It, it kind of. I was trying to tie it all together because she does kind of trump all the things. She trumps all things. She is walking. She's walking all over, and talks. She just talks, talks, talks. She does talks, pistols talks. firing. Well, she's pointing. Her mother <laughs> says she's pointing, but I say she's doing pistols. That's but right. We are a house divided for sure with that one, but. uh She's smart. She'll grow up. She'll make the right yeah, decisions. She'll make the good decisions. Orange is better than crimson. We love you, Maggie, so. if you're listening. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's just progressing right along. I think she's just hitting all her milestones and doing amazing and super happy all the super, time. Super cheery all mm -hmm. the time. Um, 
loves her El Jefe. Yes. <laughs> I think she loves everybody. But. Yeah, she does. She's uh, She likes people. And then, you know, we're like I said, we're in uh, Thanksgiving, so we have a, a Hunter Joe birthday party or birthday, and then we have a, um, a speaking of the birthday party. It was a strawberry shortcake. No, no. it was just her very first. Very first birthday. There were strawberries, yeah, but it wasn't right. strawberry shortcake. It was all berry themed. Berry themed. That's it. That's right. Yeah. And uh, she uh, she's definitely uh, going to live a life of spoiledness. Um, so, yeah, she didn't get any presents. Yeah, not not a one, more like a hundred. But uh, but uh, anyway, and I. I tend to go rogue on presents, so uh, the it seemed like the theme was books and wooden, old school type um, things, and uh, of course I get the uh, Fisher Price battery DJ. operated DJ, you know, tower stand thing. So, but uh, all good, all good. Um, November also Thanksgiving, so we have mm-hmm. Thanksgiving coming up on the twenty third. Well, we have a Friendsgiving first. Ah, with some a group of people we yep. it's only our second year to do it but i think it'll become a a pretty good tradition so that's this sunday so we're kicking it off with barbecue so people don't get turkeyed out so that'll be nice yep speaking and, of turkey that's the big debate is it ham or turkey it's always ham it's always ham don't that's, start this with me today and is it stuffing or no stuffing Ugh, no stuffing no stuffing but you can't stuff a ham so if i'm not, if i'm anti-turkey i'm anti-stuffing I'm just, I'm asking the debate question. Mashed potatoes or scalloped potatoes? Both. Both. <laughs> Pumpkin pie or sweet potato pie? Sweet potato's gross. <laughs> we don't make pie out of vegetables. We have a sweet potato on the counter. That's a sweet potato. Yeah. Sweet potato pie is gross. But you make sweet potato pie out of sweet potato. Yeah, I know. It's just like people who say, I don't eat tomatoes, but they eat salsa. I get it. But. They don't eat tomatoes with an O. They eat tomatoes I also with an don't a. like sweet potato casserole with like yams yeah, and stuff. Like That's that not either. good. So. Yeah, you can have mashed potatoes, you can have scalloped potatoes, you can have mashed potato casserole. Big debate in our house. Red, sal- red salad or green salad? I like the green. Which I grew up on the green Watergate salad. Watergate salad, right? Yes. So red salad, when we say that, is cranberries, cranberries and Cool Whip and marshmallows and all that sort of stuff. And then the green salad is... Cool Whip, pistachio pudding, marshmallows, and pineapple. Yep. So... Old, old, just old school oh. uh, family uh, Funny story, though. Way, way back, I had not been in the family very long. We were at your mom and dad's. Yep. And uh, it's probably the only mistake your mother has ever made in the kitchen that I'm aware of. And she put salt in the red salad instead of sugar. And we kept piling sugar, piling sugar, piling sugar. <laughs> <laughs> trying to fix it you could not mask that you could not fix it because there was a cup of salt i'm sure if not more yeah in there yeah and no amount of sugar was going to take it away so we didn't didn't get red salad that year yeah but uh that was she's a good cook she's you and your dad her and your dad always did a good job and that was probably the only year i remember thinking well we botched that one (laughs) well we've tried turkey and it's always dry we've tried it one time big argument we won't get into that it was the turkey versus ham debate of 2019 or 2018. Yeah. It was a solid month. And we've and deep frying turkey's good and the deep fried turkey's not bad because then it stays stays moist moist for yeah. lack of a better term. Um, but Juicy. That's, it's just not safe to deep fry those, and you never know what the weather's going to do. Yeah. So, well, that one time we did deep fry, it was raining, so we had to get a tarp and mm-hmm. kind of huddle up underneath the tarp and yeah. put the fryer on. Because you don't want to do it in your garage. There's too much stuff in your garage in case the flame yeah. gets out of hand. But uh, that's yeah, so no, that's good. Um, so we got Hunter. We got Thanksgiving. We got Bedlam. Um, 
what else is happening? Well, my I'm really tired today, and really me and tired my today. I'm very tired today. Yeah. Me and my little team for Soldiers Wish. Explain and, Soldiers Wish before you. Soldiers get. Wish is a. Well, it's a charitable event. It's an organization, but our big event is tomorrow night, and we grant wishes to veterans and active military members. Um, tomorrow, we're I think we're granting eighty five thousand dollars in wishes. Um, and wishes can be anything from a car repair to a new car to a roof to a uh, water heater to new a new smile. Um, if you need dental work, so. There's a lot that it, it kind of fills the gap between Folds of Honor that does scholarships and Wounded Warrior, which helps Wounded Warriors. It's kind of self-explanatory. We fill the gap. We do, um, we have a silent auction. We've got a raffle. Got a whole shebang of Hasty Bake goodies that is just, I kind of want it. But anyways, we've, we've had a lot of generous donations. We are totally sold out. We just found that out today. So that's Fantastic. exciting. We thought we saw a few empty seats earlier this morning, but... We've worked hard. I think we're ready. This is the 10th anniversary for this event, it which is, is the Night of Honor. It is the Night of Honor, and this is the 10th anniversary. And we're featuring, and Neil McCoy will be the, the mm -hmm. guest act, which is awesome. Yeah, so we're excited to have him come, and I think it's going to be a good night. It's at the casino this year, so we're kind of stepping up our game, and um, it's a chance to get dressed up. And So if you missed your opportunity this year, I promise you're going to want to get in on it early next year. And it's always in November. It's a little bit emotional. We were watching the videos we're going to play, and you're going to want your waterproof mascara. So I don't wear mascara. That's probably good for you. Okay. Good. But, yeah, so Soldier's Wish, that's coming up tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Um, the Night of Honor, anyway. Soldier's Wish is an organization. It grants wishes all year yes. long. Yep. Yeah. So, but this is the Night of Honor. This is the big, the big event. Yep. And then they do small little events throughout the state of Oklahoma. Uh, uh, and get grant wishes at different events. I think last weekend they were at like the Tulsa Oilers game mm -hmm. and they granted a wish to yeah. someone there. Yep. Um, so they're always active. They're always doing things. And, and, uh, uh, so, you know, keep that on your radar. Keep thinking about that. If, uh, if, if you feel inclined to uh, donate or to attend one of their events or volunteer or volunteer. Um, so, but, uh, very, very cool. Well, just to, uh, as we're, we're getting into this, so a couple months ago, you, uh, you released your book. I did. Laughing Through the Tears, mm -hmm. um, and uh, had really great success, and uh, it's, it's out there anywhere you can, anywhere books are sold, yep. um, if anyone hasn't picked up a copy yet, um, and I know we had a book signing that was scheduled, but due to... Uh, unforeseen circumstances we weren't able to have that they canceled it due to weather and some other things that were going on so we're going to re reschedule that and look for some other opportunities to have a book signing right uh, for folks to come out but uh, you know we were talking and in, in November to us is also another um, pivotal month in our life um, you know and it's it, hap it happened right right after Thanksgiving and it's it's in the book. Um, it's a short piece of the book, but it it ties kind of everything together a yeah. little bit. Um, and it's the first couple chapters of Laughing Through the Tears. Um, and uh, you'll you'll get my drift here in a second. But um, the, you know the first chapter is shaken, not stirred, <laughs> um, which was a play on words. And I'll I'll share I'll share. I actually think that was one that of my from. best creative ideas. That is one was of your that best title. creative ideas. And then the second chapter is never give up. And, uh, you know, we, we 
tended not to um, used to talk about this, but now, you know, years and years later, uh, 26 years later, actually. 25. 25 years later. Sorry, Jordan, to make you older. But um, we, uh, you know, it, it's part of our life. It's part of our story. Um, it's not that we didn't talk about it. It was extremely difficult extremely to talk difficult about to talk in about. the beginning. We did talk about it because we were on the board of the Child Abuse Network, and we did go, you did go around the state and speak about it from time to time. During Child Abuse Awareness During Month in April. April. Yeah. But, I, um, to say all that, the point is our oldest son, Jordan, was shaken by his babysitter. At 18 months old. On November 30th, 1998. Huh, just, approximately 2.22 p.m. Yeah. Not that you were keeping count or anything, but that was a that was a that was a date that changed us. I mean, obviously, we were only married for a few years. Um, we were still trying to find our way mm-hmm. um, from being new parents. Well, to, we had just moved to Tulsa not very long yeah, before that. We didn't about know a year, a year before that, right? So it was all everything was new. Everything was new. We didn't have a lot of friends. We didn't have a church family. We didn't have um, all the things we have now. So we we kind of were, minus family, we were alone. And before, because you've heard us speak about Jordan, he he is here. He's twenty five years old. He's twenty six. So just said, oh yeah, he didn't get here, hurt when he was months. born. Yeah, twenty six years old. See, I was right. Twenty six years old, um, and uh, he does he does live on his own. He works two jobs. He's just a just a fantastic young man. Works hard. He's one of the um, most amazing humans. Yeah. You will ever have the chance to meet yeah, if you get to meet him. Absolutely. And uh, any single, so any of those ladies looking for a hookup, uh, just let us know and we'll hook you up. That was a, that was a joke. But um, he, um, we, uh, we spent uh, November 30th. Uh, we got the call mm-hmm. uh, from, from the uh, police. No, we got the call from the babysitter. Uh, from the ba- that's right, from the babysitter. Um, and shared that uh, he was being rushed to the hospital. Um, and uh, with no really other facts than that, other than he had She's, gone limp. Yeah, she said he woke up crying, and when she picked him up, he went limp like a dish rag. Yep. So she called 911. I met the ambulance at St. Francis. I just worked down the street at the time. And I don't know how detailed you want me to get here. You can get detailed. Um, it was a long day. It's a very long day. The longest day of my life. Um, I was out in Kellyville, Oklahoma. You had a pager. I was uh, trying to page you. <laughs> I had a pager, and I was working at a um, a restaurant, uh, working on some things there. And uh, it took me a while to, to respond. People kept trying to call me, call me, call me to get a hold of me. But uh, it took a while. Well, and then even then you thought, oh, he broke a leg. Boys will be boys. Life goes on. Yep. And... Uh, we waited several hours before they came out to tell us what they suspected, what they knew, uh, is that he had, in fact, been shaken by his babysitter. It's shaken baby syndrome is what it's called. So let's take, take it back. So he had, the, the reason they came to that conclusion was they had, there was, there was uh, blood on the brain, there was bleeding on the brain, there was trauma to the eyes retinal hemorrhaging Retro, there's retinal hemorrhaging very few things that cause retinal yeah. hemorrhaging and he had not it's a violent back and forth motion yeah. of the head that from causes a, that from a baby perspective they from have a baby really rattled but you can get it in a car wreck right. if you're bounced around enough hit from all angles and your head's going back and forth yeah. but um he only had 
I want to say 21 retinal hemorrhages, there are cases where the child has over 100. Like, they can't count them. There's so many. So, it could have been a lot worse, I guess, is where I'm going. Um, he was in the hospital for three weeks. He was in the IC, the peace ICU. Yeah, PQ, the pediatric the PQ. ICU. For three weeks, roughly, give or take, um, you'll see in the you'll see in the book, um, there was there was about two weeks, um, maybe a week and a half, uh, or maybe two weeks, where he was in a they they put they him in, in a coma, yeah, they induced, induced coma, a coma in order for his brain to not have any activity, um, so that it could heal mm-hmm. and the ble- bleeding could resist. But even at that time. We, we didn't know what the outcome would be. Um, of course, any doctor, any medical professional uh, gives you the worst case scenarios. And we were sitting there being told that potentially not walk, talk, use his hands, um, any, any even, of the motor skills that... Uh, even after he woke up and they were setting up therapies, they still were... He will never walk again. That's what we were right. They said never. We can order a wheelchair. We can do this. We can do that. And we're just like, no, 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 no. But uh, he did He did come. He did kind of start coming out of um, his coma when they started to reduce the, the meds and started winging him off just mm-hmm. to see how he would respond and how the brain would respond. Um, we... Um, it was an it was an interesting an interesting day or night. I had sent Laurel off to and I still remember it vividly. I just I, went to get a diet coke and yep. go to the chapel and walk around and and I was sitting there with him alone, just talking to him, just holding his hand, tickling him a little bit just to see if anything would happen, and he just started laughing um and uh so I obviously ran out of the room, grabbing everybody that I could find to uh to come in and uh assess the situation, but, uh, he did, he did come, come out of that, uh, induced coma. I'm still not sure what the outcome of his motor skills would be. No, we didn't know at the time. Um, and, and, uh, we, uh, they had, we had gotten to the point where he was stable. His, his, um, his, uh, heart rate, all those things were, his stats were normal. So we were, they moved him to the normal floor so that he could continue to be helped because he was no longer, they didn't think that well, he needed that attention anymore. In the PQ, every child gets a nurse. Right. You have one nurse for 12-hour shifts, right. and then you get a second one for the other 12 hours, yep. and it repeats. Yeah. So the whole time we were there, I think we had two nurses and then one kind of floater, floater guy. on the weekends Weekend. Um, When they moved us to the regular floor, we had like some student doctors and like no nurses were there. I mean, I felt, we felt like they had just abandoned us. And then we thought he had had some sort of a stroke or seizure. And so my husband and my mother just started moving his bed back down to the PQ. And so that was, um, they let us stay when we went back. Yeah. I think first I went behind the desk and found the neurosurgeons. Neurologist. Neurologist. Sorry phone number and uh, called him and uh, called him on his cell or at his home and uh, and then I, I unhooked everything and uh, 
rolled the bed back down to the PQ. Of course, they were like, you can't do that. And I was like, watch me. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we entered the PQ and the, the, you know, the hospitals have social workers or caseworkers. And uh, she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, we're, he's coming back in here because we're not getting any attention down there. And uh, so they let us in. And, and the uh, neuros, the neurologist showed up about 20 minutes later. Yep. He likes us now. We see him <laughs> we around see him from town. from time to time, yeah. And um, he smiles. It's always a hug. It's always good. Yeah. Um, but I think in that moment, he was like, oh my goodness, who are these crazy people? <laughs> but I don't want to give everything away, but he... No, but there's a, you know, he, we, um, we spent the week there in the hospital. Um, the, uh, we were told, we begged for the hospital to, uh, to let us go home. Well, you're missing. Oh, I missed a whole We part. had to go to Children's Medical Center right, first. Which doesn't exist anymore. It's not there anymore. Yep. But fabulous facility for what it looked like. Yeah. It was an old oil and gas the office building. The people there were amazing. But our, the therapists we had were amazing. So he did speech. Occupational. Occupational and physical and therapy. Physical. Thank you. In the morning, one back to back to back, rested, ate lunch, and did it again in the afternoon. Yeah. We wanted to go home for Christmas. We begged and we begged. I said, if you let us go home for Christmas, I'll bring him right back. this is now the week before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And they had to evaluate him to see certain circumstances of how he would handle it. For example, falling. Yeah. Were his reflexes such that he could catch himself? And um, Remember, he's 18 months. He just learned how to walk. Now he's relearning how to He had to learn it again. Yep. And um, so we did. We passed all the tests. And we got to go home on December 23rd. Not just all the tests. This this little man walked the entire length of a hallway screaming and crying because of not just the mental drain, the well, mental strain. The way they did it, yep. they had me stand like you do with a toddler learning to walk. Like, come to mama, come to mama. And every time he got just to me where I should have been able to scoop him up, the physical therapist had me back away. Yep. So... He's frustrated. He's tired. He may have been hurting. He didn't know enough to tell me he was hurting. And just as he got to his safe place, I moved out of his reach. And um, we did that. I think that hallway was a mile long, at least. Um, (laughs) It was at that moment, for sure. But from where we started to where we ended, we ended up in the lobby. And um, when she finally let 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 him stop... Everyone in the lobby just, I was crying, Jordan was crying, my mom was there and she was crying, the therapist was crying, and everybody in the lobby was like, apply, they didn't even know what they were clapping for, and maybe they did, maybe they had been in our exact spot and they yeah. knew exactly what was going on, Yeah. and so um, we got to go home. We were told no stimulation, no TV, <laughs> no loud, no bright lights, no loud noises, complete you know, very like classical music, very, very light. Well, I mean, the music was important. So, I mean, the whole time that we were in the hospital and we wore it out, um, we had the Tarzan soundtrack. No, no, he hadn't seen Tarzan. We hadn't yet. seen Tarzan. It was Tigger. Yet. It was Tigger, a, 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 a rabbit, rabbit named, named rabbit, rabbit and a Tigger <laughs> named Tigger. At first, they weren't friends with each yep. other. <laughs> so we wore that album out uh, quite a bit, but uh, that was one of his favorites. And of course, we read a lot, so there was always music playing in his room. Um, and, uh, so lo and behold, we don't, um, Laurel and I for we, the we last 30 years, well. we are not great listeners. We're not great conformists. 
Um, and we, we don't really take, uh, we take advice, but I don't know if we always acknowledge or hear the advice. So we, we were not the type to just sit around and wait for something to happen. So, um, we took Jordan to Chuck E. Cheese, mm-hmm. uh, on the 24th, I think. No, the 26th after Christmas. It was after Christmas. Yep. The 26th after Christmas. And, uh, his appointment back was the 28th or something like that. I think. So that, that was a weekend that year. So I think yeah. um, his next appointment was the Monday after the yeah. holiday. And I think Christmas was on Friday or Saturday. Friday or Saturday. And, uh, and then we went the day after Christmas. We went to Chuck E. Cheese and we climbed all over everything, ate the pizza, played the games. And uh, we, we <laughs> Laurel takes them to that Monday appointment. And uh, they were like, this is a different kid. And I said, well, they're like, what did you do? And I was like, um, well, we've been to Chuck E. Cheese. And that that was when they decided maybe they could wean him off the anti-seizure medicine they put him on as a precaution. Yeah. Um, we never really found out what that was at the hospital, a seizure. Or, no, they don't think it was a stroke. It may yeah. have been a seizure. It was like a one-time weird. We did take seizure thing. medication for a year or two after. Okay, maybe they Maybe they very light that dose. Day. They just reduced super the dose, dose that day. Yeah, very super light dose just to make sure, because the brain was still yeah. healing. Yeah, because you can't just go off seizure right. medicine. Yeah, so the brain was still healing because it was still, you know, it takes a while for the brain to But I heal. think in that moment, his, the doctor's outlook. His whole personality came um, through. But in the doctor started to see that. We were involved. We were involved. Yeah. Maybe this was going to be okay and he could quit with the negative Nancy craziness no I I love it's Dr. Sigler I don't know why I'm I love him I think he's amazing um but I think Jordan he's stubborn he's still stubborn yeah and we're all stubborn this it runs on both sides of the family you can't escape it super sarcastic super stubborn but I think for him I think it people think stubbornness is a negative and it saved Jordan's life maybe not I mean, save your life like life or death. I mean, save his quality of life. Right. He did not know that quitting was an option. Hence the second chapter, Never Give Up. Never Give Up. We uh, we were told that we needed to order a... a, a um, wheelchair. A wheelchair. And we said, no, we're not going to do that. We were told that we needed to be prepared for this. We said, no, we're not going to do that. We were told that he wasn't going to do X, Y, and Z. And we said, no, he will. But even into school... Yeah. Um, but we we also never we never allowed him to be a victim, and we never pretended to be a victim. Right. It was just it was something that happened in our lives. It was something that happened in his life, mm-hmm. and it was a moment in time, not a not the rest of his life right. moment. I'm not saying that correctly. No, I think I, I know what you mean. We didn't wallow in it. We didn't feel sorry for ourselves. Well. I might have from time to time, but Jordan never saw that. If I was going to have a pity party and feel bad because he didn't know how to read like his peers or um, he struggled riding a bicycle or whatever other mundane task everybody takes for granted, he it took him a little bit longer to learn it. When those times frustrated me and I would get upset, he didn't see that. Yep. I would go into a private space and then I would realize that everything's okay because it could have been worse. And, um, sorry. You you, think after 25 years I could do this without balling. You're you're good. And and we're just sharing that with you just because we, you know, it's been 25 years and we're reflecting on it. We reflect on it. You know, it, 
doesn't come up in conversation all the time, but both of us know that November is this time of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. It's this time of, of, of thankfulness. It's that time where you reflect and think about all the things you're thankful for, yep. the blessings in your life. Um, and this is, this is one of those moments in our life that occurred in November. Yep. Um, but the outcome is we're thankful that Jordan Palladino lives today. <laughs> and uh, he is strong. He's healthy. Um, he is not a quitter. Um, he, never, he never gives up. He will, he will debate you even if he doesn't even know what he's debating about. Or in the face of overwhelming, obviously, <laughs> obvious evidence to the contrary, he will continue in his stance. That's it right. is, it, it's enough to make you just go, whatever. You're right, Jordan. Yep. You're right. The sky is red. Yep. I'm out. I can't do it yep. anymore. Because well, better he, hope that sky's not red. He just wears you down. And, um, but so that that's one of the things that we are thankful for when we sit and reflect. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're 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 thankful for not what happened, but we're thankful for the people that were pushed into our lives, which we saw one of those at the Bedlam game. Yes, we did. Uh, which was, and we haven't seen him in probably ten or twelve years. No. Um, but uh, but people that that became part of our lives because of what happened, and I'm not trying to like say that that's great or anything that it should have never happened to Jordan, but you have to always sit back when you're in that moment of clarity, when you're in that moment of you're allowed, you're when you're able to let the anger go, you're allowed to let the sorrow and the sadness go. And you're able to step back and reflect on all the good things that have occurred from a bad situation. You're nodding, so I'm just waiting. I just, I, I don't have anything. I don't have, I, I'm not saying it right. I don't want to sound like I'm like. No, I think, I, I feel like it kind of goes back to what Cody said at church the other day. You have grief and you have grace. They're not separate. They don't, in that moment, all I saw was grief. The what ifs, what could have been, what could I have done different? What did I miss? Who would he have been? Would he have been different? That was grief. That was my grief of. I think I think that falls under grief, and there was anger and there was frustration, and but it what it didn't stand alone. There was also grace. Thankful for family who stood beside us. Thankful for doctors who were, off the chart amazing, um, state of the art hospital, um, people who brought food, so. There was grace and there was a little bit of hope. It was small and some days it was really hard to find, but they all coexisted at once. So, yes, now 25 years later, I can look back and go, we survived it. The prayer was answered. Hope prevailed. Grace prevailed. Jordan prevailed. Um, But in the, you have to take all that together. The the book is called Laughing Through the Tears. It is not because I think sad things are funny. Sad things are sad. Um, I'm sitting here crying right now. But I there's a very fine line between these emotions. We laugh at funerals as a defense. We cry at weddings not because they're sad. It's all combined. Grief and grace. Laughter and joy. Love and hate. They all... It all gets jumbled up together and you have to... 
Well, and you can be you can be in those moments of sadness too, and something happens, right? So, you know, we're Laurel and I are sitting in the in the room looking at, <laughs> looking over Jordan, and the the, the specialist, the head of the hospital of the of the head of neurological head of the children's hospital, yeah, walks in and says, "How's it shaking, Paladinos?" And uh, you know, you see his facial expression just go, "Oh." Blank and, and then blank. he turns around and leaves. And turns around and hightails it out of the room. And we just started busting up laughing and chase him down and uh, have him come back in. But that was that moment where you're like, okay, that I shouldn't be laughing. Most people would be offended. But he just said it out of normal, everyday practice. Yeah. We didn't take offense to it. We actually thought it was kind of funny and it kind of fit. And now it's, now it's a chapter of a book, Shake It Not Stirred. And before so, I wrote that title of that chapter, I asked Jordan. I said, yeah. Jordan, hey, and Jordan thought it was funny. Yeah. So if it doesn't offend me or Paul or Jordan. Then it's not offensive. Then it's not offensive. Well, not to us. Anyways. It's not. But I'm not sure if I was clear. I'm still not sure we made our point about all that. We're all over the place. I hope they get it. That's all good. But no, so we just... We wanted to we wanted to tell this story, um, and you can read more about it in the book. There's a little more detail in the book. There's some of those funny moments of of the what shaken Paladinos type stuff that's in the book. Um, it ties Jordan's relationship to Mike, which is Laurel's dad, which is what the main premise of the book is about. But it it ties the story together about a grandson and grandpa's relationship, and then. Mike's relationship with the family and everything that that existed from from that perspective growing up and and being part of something community um and uh but that's what that's about and uh, we just we thank you for letting us just kind of have this moment to to share our story you can tell we really didn't have a a big plan today it wasn't very well scripted but um Sometimes I think those are the best those ones. Are, but those are the best. We've been all we, over the place, but... Uh, we are super thankful for Jordan. Yep. We are also super thankful for Michael and Maggie and Hunter Joe. I don't want to leave them out. No. Um, but it has been 25 years since he got hurt. And uh, I don't think I would change. Wouldn't that change sounds it. weird. Wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it because I think it would change him. And, yep. Um, I think he's pretty stinking cool the way he is. He's so pretty, pretty cool. And uh, like I said, um, it also opened us up to community. We've served on boards. Uh, we've spoken around the state. Uh, we've, we've, um, we've had many conversations with people that we've never met before mm-hmm. about this. We've met people that have experienced it yep. and uh, have become friends with them as well. Um, so it's just a, you know, those moments in your life, you have to choose if it's, if it's a moment or if it's meant to be part of your life or how are you going to react to it? Well, and you have to remember that it, you don't have to let it define you. You don't have to ever let it define you. And we didn't let it define Jordan. And, and by the grace of God, he's healthy. We're healthy. It could have crushed a marriage as well, especially a marriage that new. Yeah. Um, and uh, it did not. Um, it actually made us stronger, I believe. You'll read about that in the book too. Um, but uh, no, it's um, it's good. So thank you for that. And uh, before we uh, before we uh, take off, um, just uh, I know there's some other things we talked about. Thanksgiving. We talked about 25 years of of an incident with our son. Um, we talked about Bedlam being the last one of 118 years. Um, 100 with Hunter Joe being one. 
Um, Michael and Maggie, two years into marriage, right? Oh, that was in September. We covered that in September. We covered that, so that's old news. They're old news. Old news. But there's other stuff that happens this month that's exciting. Soldier's Wish, Night of Honor coming up in tomorrow. And with Soldier's Wish and Night of Honor, we can wish the United States Marine Corps a happy birthday on November 10th. Oh, very cool. That's Friday. should have looked up their age. Long time. But they thank God for the Marines. Yep. Um, and then, of course, the 11th is Veterans Day. We have a so. couple of Marines that uh, we know yes. very well in our lives. They were friends of our boys, and I call them family. So yep. we are hoping that they stay safe yep. um, with all that's going on. So now to maybe lighten the mood a little, November 14th is National Pickle Day. I like pickles. And hey, when are you going to eat that pickle? I love, that was a good commercial. Um, November 15th, clean your refrigerator day. Mm, did that this morning. You should probably clean it before Thanksgiving so you make room for leftovers. And then, of course, Thanksgiving. And then Black Friday. It's not really a holiday. People act like it might be. I don't know. Black Friday is irrelevant anymore because now they have pre-Black Friday sales. When I thought we did Amazon Black Friday, Black Friday Prime Day. Those are like, Prime Days, not Black Friday Days. It's the same thing. But, like, Walmart's already saying that you can start shopping their Black Friday it doesn't make it special. Next week. I think it used to be fun to get up at 3 a.m. and get your coffee, meet your friends, and hit the stores. Well, and get trounced or get ran over by the people pushing their way into the store. I got in a fight with a lady once over an easy bake oven. Not for my boys. It was <laughs> I was with a friend shopping, and her daughters needed the easy bake oven because they had made a because they had redone them and making a comeback. And they undid that shrink wrap. Elbows were thrown. I think a lady lost a tooth, but I did get the easy bake oven. And uh, held on to it. I held on to it for my life because it was important. Um, Just one more weird day because we're going to skip all the shopping days. We all know what those are. Um, November 28th. No, I'm sorry. November 29th, Chia Pet Day. Ah, Chia. So there you go. That's all I have. There weren't a lot of fun, interesting days in November. Well, it's all, it's all, it's all thankful. It's all thankful. It's and, shopping. Thankful and shopping. Be thankful and go shopping. That's right. Is kind of the theme of November. There you go. But, um, well, thank you very much. Um, we'll see you uh, next time. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we went, I was looking at the clock. We went a little long today.